You're listening to the Hairstylist Rising podcast. Here, we talk about creating a career you love. We go deep into mindset, marketing, business, and life as a hairstylist. I'm your host, Jody Brown, a hairstylist veteran turned branding and marketing mentor for ambitious, inspired beauty pros like you. On this podcast, we share the real stories of leaders within the beauty industry and actionable trainings that leave you with the tools and guidance that will inspire you to build your best life as a hairstylist. From branding, business, and marketing to mindset, life, and finding fulfillment, no topic is off limits here. Get ready to be educated and inspired. This is the Hairstylist Rising Podcast. Hi, Lindsay. Welcome to the show. I am super excited to have you here. Thank you so much for having me, Jody. I'm super excited to have this conversation with you. So for anyone who doesn't know what human design is and who you are, let's start first with talking about what is human design? My favorite topic. Human design is like an operation manual for your mind and your body. It's all about energy, and it combines ancient modalities of astrology, Kabbalah, I Ching, and the chakra system. And you can totally Google human design chart, and you'll find there's multiple sites out there, Genetic Matrix, Jovian Archives, and all you have to do is put in your birthday, and it will pull up your chart. And whenever it pulls up your chart, you may think to yourself, what the heck am I even looking at? It's it's a really weird system. I like to preface Every time I'm talking about human design to new people, it's weird. There's weird terminology. I like to say it's kind of like an alien language, but it's so incredibly powerful for all areas of your life. And it's really just telling you who you are in your energy and what you came here to do on earth. And it's just such a transformational system. You know, I said this to Lindsay before we started recording, but I did a session with Lindsay prior to this recording last week, and I felt so validated in so many areas. And I think that I've always been someone who like with, you know, I've never gotten too, too deep into like astrology, but every time I've read I'm a Libra about anything along the lines of like the astrological signs, I'm always, I feel so in alignment with the description. So I was really excited to kind of dive into human design because it's so much more personalized and so much more unique. And I, like I've shared with Lindsay, I have really changed a few things in even how I operate daily since I spoke with you and it's made a huge difference. So let's kind of get into how did you find human design? Cause Lindsay was a stylist for a decade. And so you are now a full-time human design coach for beauty pros and creative entrepreneurs. So how did you find this? And just tell us a little bit about you and your backstory. Mm, thank you for asking. And also I'm so happy that you shared that because that's this is why I love this tool so much because I'm not really telling you anything new because I'm telling you about you and you get the opportunity or anyone who's learns about human design, you get the opportunity to see yourself from a new lens. And that validation is just so incredibly powerful. And I love that you saw results so quickly, which is really awesome. So thank you for sharing that with me. So I did hair for 10 years and I never really 
loved it, <laughs> to be honest. I, I loved the connection and I loved my clients and I loved making them feel beautiful, but I had a lot of stress and anxiety the majority of my career. And that's the part I didn't really like. So I actually, in 2014, I was working in LA and I broke up with my ex and I moved to Cal- to Oklahoma And I started personal training for a couple years and took a break from hair. And then in 2016, I moved to Austin, Texas, and hair called me back. And I started my clientele from scratch. And I ended up investing in myself with a course and applied everything that I learned and transformed my entire business. I tripled my income in a year. I was living my dream life. And it was something that I really felt passionate about sharing everything that I learned behind the chair with other hairstylists. So back right before COVID happened, or maybe six months before, I was already starting to lean more towards education or coaching. And then COVID happened. And I had two months off. I didn't leave my house. <laughs> like I stayed at my house for probably like maybe I left four times that whole time. And I was like, this is amazing. I don't want to be behind the chair anymore. I'm here for something bigger. And that's when human design found me is what I like to say. I was in some forum and someone said, do you know what your human design is? And I love personality tests. And so that's what I thought it was. And I put in my information and it said, you're a manifesting generator. And I said, ooh, that sounds cool. And I started applying what I learned. And then I kind of forgot about it. And it popped back into my world about a month or so later. And I became obsessed. And I consumed all of the books, listened to podcasts, took a course, started reading I would, everyone I would meet, I was like, give me your birth information. I need to know more about you. So I've been running experiments and applying it to my own life ever since then. And like you said, the validation, I I thought I was a weirdo my whole life. And Mm -hmm. human design is like, yeah, girl, you're a weirdo. And that's how you're designed. And it's who you are. And so the person I was a year ago is 100% not the person I am now. And I don't even know if I'd be talking to you right now had I not known my human design and started really applying what I learned and becoming more empowered with who I am. So it's, I feel like it's my life purpose to share this tool with as many, as many women, as many people, as many entrepreneurs, I can literally serve anyone with this tool, which is really fun. It's, it's really fun to be able to facilitate those aha moments and transformation. Well, and I love what you said about like, you felt like a weirdo your whole life because I have definitely felt like I was trying to fit into a box that wasn't necessarily right for me. And since I learned about human design, like I, and I shared with you, I have felt more aligned since I stepped into education and coaching than I ever have before. And learning Mm -hmm. about my human design was like, okay, that makes sense now. And then, you know, just as far as the thing that I've applied really is workflow and approach to different work projects, which has been really cool. So I think it would be really cool to talk about the different types and what that means as a hairstylist. And so if you haven't yet, if you're listening to this episode and maybe you're driving or whatever, so go back and do it later. But 
I would pause right now and just go check it out and get your types. So types are, correct me if I'm wrong, <laughs> projector, <laughs> generator, manifesting generator, manifester, and reflector. Correct. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> if you're listening right now and you can pause this and quickly just go to Jovian Archetypes or My Human Design or any of the places that Lindsay mentioned, run your chart quickly and then come back to this because you'll get so much out of it. If you can't run your chart, you can just listen to all of this and then go check after because it was shocking to me. Everyone I've introduced to this concept since has been has really resonated with their type which is so cool. I love hearing that. And that happens to me a lot where people don't know their chart, but they hear me talk about it and they're like, oh, the, I, I'm totally whatever. And then they go get their chart and it's correct. So yeah, I love that. And so there's really only three things. As you're looking at your chart, there's a lot of terminology, a lot of weird things going on. But at the end of the day, there's only three things that everyone on earth should know about their human design. And that's your type, which is your energetic aura. And I will explain the five types in a second. Every type has a strategy, which is how you put your body into cruise control. So this is a really cool thing about human design is that it believes, and I totally believe as well, that our body is the, the all-intelligent vehicle. Like our body heals itself, it breathes on its own, the subconscious mind is running the show, and our soul, whoever, like our spirit, we're the passenger. And so when you understand the strategy, you can let your body go into cruise control because it knows what it's doing, but often we're trying to take over the wheel and then we get frustrated and annoyed. And so your strategy will help you pay attention to that. And then your authority is your decision-making mechanism. And society tells us we got to use our brains and weigh the pros and cons and think about it logically, which is amazing. We, we need to do that. But at the end of the day, we got to tap into our body to know what's actually right for us. And as women, I feel like I personally have definitely struggled with trusting myself and my body. So those are the main points that after you listen to this uh, podcast, go Google it. There's tons of information on Google. Feel free to reach out to me. I'm happy to share more with you. But the types. So I like to explain the types as if they were building a town. And the first type is the manifester. And the manifester is 8% of the population. And they are like the developer. They're the idea people, the fire starters, the pioneers. They are here to impact other people and to bring something new to earth. And they have a very powerful aura. Whenever you meet them, you they're, they're like, I'm here to get things done. And back in the day, they would have been a king or queen because of that powerful aura. Mm -hmm. So the next type if all the types are building a town, is the projector, which is what you are. And the projector is 20% of the population. And you're like the architect. You are a visionary. You're a leader. You're really good at managing other people. And you're really designed to lead and guide the generator types, which I'll talk about next. And they are 70% of the population. So 
as a projector, you see from this bird's eye view, you see from point A to Z, you you have a different perspective of, you look at life differently. And your whole life, you've been studying other people. You're you're really here to know the other, to know others so that you can lead and guide them and to be recognized for all of your amazing talents. And you're not designed to work that hard. Like a lot of projectors, and, and I know we had talked about that, like a lot of projectors are working the nine to five or they're working 16 hour days. And you got to stop that if you're doing that as a projector, because massive burnout typically happens at 45 because- yeah you're designed to receive a lot of success in life without having to work hard to do it. And so that's why human design is powerful because it lets you know how to find that flow. Well, and I think like I shared with you too, that I've always felt when I worked for other people, it was so suffocating. Mm -hmm. And after... And after learning more about myself, I was like, oh, okay, that's why I'm not supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, it's I, I feel you there. Manny Jens are not supposed to work for other people either. And, you know, it's interesting because I think that I know that each and every one of us has a life purpose and we are supposed to collaborate and connect with other people. But I really think that and a lot of people don't like being an entrepreneur and love working for other people. And I love it when people can find that, but there is something special to, to running your own business and doing things your way in a way that works for you. And sometimes that can be a little bit harder when you're working for someone else. Well, and I think it's interesting too, because we hear a lot about like new school versus old school salon leadership Mm. and typically how it like, pertains to I actually saw a post the other day about like our commission salons dead and absolutely not but it was interesting because as I was reading this post I was like okay this is looking like the new school leadership for me I connect that with projectors who are just kind of there to be the guide and help people through their careers and help people kind of um you know, get to their own. And I could be totally wrong, but this is just kind of what popped into my head when I saw that in regards to human design, because it was almost like the new school leadership is more about guiding people, not about owning people or being the capital B boss. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, totally. Like, I feel like I never worked at a commission salon. I was always independent. And I think that you're absolutely right. You have, I mean, whether you're commissioned or not, you're running your own business. Like you, I think each stylist, you have control to get new clients, to do things in a way that works for you. And if you are not given that freedom at the space that you're at, like that's just unfortunate. And I love that there's a new paradigm with salons and creating more freedom for the stylists and realizing that we're also unique and different. I I taught a human design workshop for a salon this week, and it was so cool to see the owners of Manifestor, the managers of Projector, and all the rest of the team are generator types. And it's just when you understand the energy of your team and of other people around you, it's just so incredibly eye-opening. And we all want freedom, whether it's working under someone else or not. And if you can 
give that to your team, it's just, it's transformational, I think. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I love that. Mm, So good. So the next types are broken into two categories. So you, the manifester and projector and the reflector are non-energy types. So the generators and manifesting generators, what makes them who they are is what's called the sacral center. And when you're looking at your chart, it's going to be a red square. It red, it'll be the second from the bottom. So if it's red, it means you're a generator or manigen. And we are the builders of the world. So the generator type is the slow and steady builder. And they are 35% of the population and they're here for mastery. They're here for perfection. If you're a generator, you're running the marathon race of life, going from point A to B and B to C. And it doesn't necessarily mean a linear path, but you're slowly building upon whatever it is that you're doing on earth. You are generator types are really good in big groups. And we often need help with big picture planning. And that's why I always say have a projector in your life that can see from that bird's eye view and see from uh, a different angle, because we are designed to be in the present moment more often than not, which every single type on earth, like the present moment is where the magic is, but especially a generator type. And we are really like stay in your zone of genius and outsource whatever you can. And as a generator type, you will always have the energy to do whatever it is that lights you up and feels good. And as generator types, we're here to learn about ourselves and to know who we are and to do whatever it is that lights us up. So the next generator type is the manifesting generator, which is a hybrid of the manifester and generator. At the end of the day, I, I'm a Manny Gen, and at the end of the day, you we are generator types, but we have a little bit more of that initiating manifesting power. So the Manny Gens are the fast and efficient builders. We find the fastest, easiest, most efficient ways to do things. We work, work really quickly. We generally work in sprints and we'll get divine inspiration and the universe will cue it up and then we'll go, 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 go for a couple weeks and then you got to rest and then do it all over again. And we are not designed to initiate. So the manifester, if a manifester gets an idea, they can go out and start making it happen. If a manigen gets an idea, I have to wait for the universe to cue it up. And so waiting is a big part of my life, which has felt very frustrating. But when you really pay attention to what's going on, it's just trusting that the universe is going to put all the pieces into place whenever the timing's right. And then you'll know whenever you tap into your body what's right for you or not. Oh, that's so interesting. It's It's really, it's taken me, I've been really focused on this for a year and a half and the sacral, it's my body. My body lets me know what's right for me or not. And it's either a hell yes or a hell no. It's never going to be a hell maybe. And that's how Mm -hmm. I live my life. But society is like, oh, you got to have all these plans and you got to do this and you got to do that. And it has been interesting to learn how to trust my body. So the last type, 
is the most rare. And if you're listening to this and you're a reflector, will you please DM me because I would love to chat with you and explain this in a little bit more detail. The reflectors are only 1% of the population. And if all the types are Yeah, they are rare. And I have had the pleasure of meeting multiple reflectors. And I, so as a reflector, you won't have, all of your centers will be white. So you're like a cosmic mirror and you reflect your environment. So as the, if all the types are building a town, you're the interior designer and where you live is really important. The community that you're around is really important and you reflect those around you and you're a lunar being. You're different. You're just incredibly different from the world. I remember I was at a workshop and one of my friends, now friends, she walked into the workshop and there was just something about her. And I was just like, what is about like what is this about you and then I learned she was a reflector I was like oh that makes sense so if you're a reflector DM me and I can give you a little bit more details it goes off into like things that don't really make sense if you're not a reflector and then those that's all the types so every type has it's really your type is your energetic aura and most of the so this is what I like talking about a lot because 70% of the population are generator types. And so 70% of your clientele, 70% of your audience, 70% of your staff will be generator types. And the thing that I always say is yes or no questions. Start using yes or no questions in your copy, in your consultations with your your partners, your family. Open-ended questions are the worst. They are absolutely awful. That's so interesting too, because I learned that my husband and my son are both generator types. So my son's a manifesting generator. My husband's pure generator. And so I'm always like looking for, (laughs) you know, all these like super deep like responses. And I, and I realized, (laughs) you know, after learning that, that I'm just asking the wrong questions. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's fun. It's so funny you say that because I just talked to someone else and a new friend I met and she's a Manny Gen and both of her girls are Manny Gens and her husband's a projector. And Mm -hmm that project like you're here to lead and guide generator types to let us know like hey I see from this bird's eye view and I see how you can make things easier and different but yeah yes or no questions because generator types have like their strategy is to respond to the universe and it's responding to your environment to what feels good I like to say following the ooze like ooh, I have this podcast with Jody and then I'm doing this and It's the sacral center. It's all about satisfaction, pleasure, sensual energy, tasting, smelling, touching, feeling that. And I love food and I love eating and I love like just being in in nature and having the sun on my face. And the simple things are what we're designed to do. And it's really like what's lighting you up right now. You need to be doing that thing because that's how you're designed. And when generators, generator types are not doing their thing, they're going to be really frustrated. So if your husband or son are ever frustrated, it generally means they are saying yes to something that's a no, or they're trying to make something happen. Ooh, that's so interesting. So how can you, so because I like to keep things very, I always love to give like an action 
actionable takeaway on this podcast. Mm, love so it. if you're a stylist who's listening to this right now, Lindsay, what would you say is a way for each type to start kind of making as a stylist, as a stylist behind the chair kind of thing, how could you start living a little bit more or working a little bit more in alignment with your design? Mm, that's a great question. So since you, you're an Instagram person, I love Instagram and marketing is a huge part of being a hairstylist and getting new clients and connecting with new people. So you can utilize your strategy. So with the, if you're a manifester listening, part of your strategy is to inform people and let people know what you're doing. And I like to say it's kind of blunt energy. Here's how you book. Go to the link in my bio, fill out a consultation form. Then this is what's going to happen. And then this is what's going to happen. And these are the offers that I have. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm feeling. And let people know what's going on in your mind, what you're feeling, what you're doing. And that is when your energy is really powerful. Mm -hmm. So inform more and let people know what's going on and what they can expect when they're working with you or what they can expect when they're behind the chair. And just really don't be afraid to be blunt and to let people know what you want them to do. Ooh, I love that. So then the projector projectors are designed to be recognized and in so their strategy is to be recognized and invited and the first part of that is you're designed to be recognized by clients I think projectors have it the easiest on social media because if you're you're designed to be a lighthouse you're designed to shine bright and talk about the things that you love and share the things that you love and put yourself out there and so if you're talking about the things that you love all the time you're going to be magnetizing clients immediately and i'm curious if that has ha- has happened to you like you're just you're like i don't know where these clients came from they just landed in my dms Oh, 100%. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's interesting too, because when I relate that back to, again, like actionable, for me, it's like, okay, so then maybe for projectors, it is extra crucial and vital to focus on the captivating personal brand element of your marketing. Yes. And as entrepreneurs, like as I call it solopreneurs or service providers, if you're dealing with people, you are the heart of your business. And- reflect or projectors as kids you should have been put in the spotlight you should have been really get you should have gotten used to being in the spotlight and being in front of people and talking about the things that you love and that's something that I find if you are a projector and you're listening to this and you're like well I don't really clients aren't landing in my dms I'm, I don't really feel seen what's going on you got to turn the spotlight inward and you got to see yourself first and recognize all of the amazing qualities that you have, all of the amazing things that you do, the service you provide, the experience you provide, what you do for your clients, and then put it out there because you can't be seen if you're not putting yourself out there. And correct me if I'm wrong here, but when I hear that too, I think okay, so niching and like having, because for me as a projector, being like insanely passionate about what I'm doing is a non-negotiable. 
Like I have to love it. You know what I mean? And that's why, you know, supporting stylists, like getting into the branding and marketing side of everything and just really going all in was really transformational. And the same thing happened behind the chair. Like once I really dialed in, started focusing in on personal branding, like this is why I teach what I teach and, you know, niching down and really just being obsessed with what I was doing. That is when I started magnetizing those amazing clients to me. And, you know, so I think that that's something as a projector, that's been my experience for sure. So would you recommend maybe for projectors, like making sure that you really fall in love with what it is that you're doing is, is it important? Oh my God, 100%. And it's not even with business either. So there's a waiting, everyone has a wait period, whether you're waiting for inspiration or responding to the universe or waiting to be recognized. So I actually never thought about that before, but niching down as a projector, I think is amazing because you have to be excited about what you're doing. And I have read I have read things where it's like for projectors, if you're waiting to be recognized, you're putting yourself out there, you're shining bright, you know, you're doing everything, quote unquote, right. Go do something you love, like go garden, go read a book, go be in when you're waiting to be recognized, can focus on what you love and talk about what you love and put it out there. And it's going to come to you. And It's really, I love that. I never thought about that before as far as niching down because I know it's like to niche or not to niche. And for Manny Jen, I'm multi-passionate. So niching down has been really hard for me because it's like one day I really love this and then two weeks later I don't anymore and I want to do this. And so, yeah, I love that as a projector. Awesome. Okay, so next one would be generator? Yes. So this is as a generator, your takeaway is you've got to be doing what lights you up the majority of the time. And I know as adults, like we've got to do things we don't want to do. But if you're doing mince cuts, but you don't really like it, get rid of them. Like really be like honor your hell yes and hell no. Your body will tell you. I know I hated men's cuts and I was just like, I took them because I had to or whatever. And whenever I got rid of that, it just felt so much better. So I like to have my clients do uh, create a sacral list and write a list of all the things that you're doing in your business or behind the chair or the services that you're offering and ask yourself, do I really love this? And pay attention to your body. You're either going to have energy towards it or energy away from it, or you may audibly say like, uh-huh, I love this or uh-uh. Like I will find myself when I, when my body is like, this is a hell no, I'll, I'll move away from it. And I get this face of like, ugh, like, no, uh, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. But often we force ourselves to do the things that we don't want to do because we, whatever. So that is your, like the takeaway for generator types, and this is both generator and Manny Gen, is it's either a hell yes or a hell no, and it's never going to be a hell maybe. So go through your life and see the things that you're doing that are hell no's or in that gray area and get rid of them if you can. Oh, I love that. That's so good. 
Yeah. And give yourself freedom. Like I pivoted in my business so much. I was like, I'm a balayage specialist and then I'm doing fashion colors and then I'm doing foliage and then I'm doing this. And I just shifted to whatever felt good. And often I think we think we got to follow through till the end, but it's okay to leave it in the dust and to move on to something else that feels better. I love that. And it's actually vital, I think, you know. Oh my God, yeah. Like pivoting. Pivoting, I think, is like one of the biggest like superpowers that we have as humans, even if you're not mm-hmm. like if you're not feeling in alignment, you're not, you know, it, it, it's just it's really hard to kind of get through that. And I'm sure certain types are better at it, but you know, it it's really interesting when you zoom out and are able to look at like yourself subjectively. And I think that's like the inherent power of the human design principles. Oh, 100 percent I totally agree. So the last type's a reflector and the reflect so there's not a lot because reflectors are only 1% of the population. There's not a lot of knowledge about the reflector to be honest. And reflectors I believe kind of you reflectors have a 28-day pattern. So as a reflector, if you're listening to this, you're a lunar being. So the the takeaway that I would say is is really get clear. You have a 28-day cycle. So start tracking your moods, tracking your emotions, pay attention to the moon phases, and slowly start noticing those little nuances or synchronicities or when you have energy and when you don't. And every reflector has their own pattern and it's taking the time to understand what that pattern is. And to be honest, like the strategy says, wait 28 days. And it's like, who we, we live in a modern age. Like, how does that apply to me? But it's really getting clear on your pattern. So, you know, where are you at on your 28 day cycle and really understanding yourself on that energetic level. So once again, if you're a reflector, feel free to connect with me on Instagram because I, I have resources for you. It's just, I find that sometimes when I talk about reflectors, everyone else is like, what? (laughs) So I like, because it's only 1%, I like to just say, hey, just reach out to me and I'll give you more details. (laughs) That is amazing. So Lindsay, if people want to find more out about human design, about you, how can they do that? Where can they find you? I am on Instagram the most, and it is my name, Lindsay Means, with an underscore. And I have so many resources. I've got online courses. I do one-on-one sessions. I'm going to be traveling uh, the country next year teaching this live, and I have lists of books and all of the things. So I love connecting with people and I love talking about human design. So feel free to DM me and I would love to connect with you. I learned so much about myself during our session. I I could not recommend it more. I just thought it was such an amazing way to connect with yourself. And it was like strategy mixed with therapy. It was just fantastic. <laughs> Glad you enjoyed it. (laughs) The one thing that I would love to close out the episode by asking you is if you had one piece of advice that you could give stylists that are listening right now, what would that be? Mm, 
get to know yourself, turn that spotlight inward. And whether it's human design or meditation or some other modality, really turn that spotlight inward and start understanding who you are. I love that. Thank you again for sharing your wisdom and your light with us today. It was such a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you for having me, Jody. Thank you so much for listening in to another episode of the Hairstylist Rising podcast. If you haven't already, make sure you like, subscribe, and leave us a review. Be sure to check out our show notes for all of the links mentioned in today's episode. And if you want to get in touch with me and let me know what you're thinking, what you'd like to see on the podcast, or just share your favorite episode, send me a DM over on Instagram, either at Hairstylist Rising or at It's Jody Brown. I am so excited to see you back here, same place, same time next week. And until then, I am Jody Brown. I am your host and I'm signing off now. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast and we'll see you next week.